This is Greg Jackson from the group Zap. You are listening to what? RadioWhat.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? Go ahead, say it with me, DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me at your next event. You know, I like to party with the people. Wedding season is coming up, and I'm so happy that the weddings are booking. Yes, corporate events, birthday parties as well, anniversaries, you know, whatever needs music in the background there. Well, not even in the background, in the foreground. If you want the party, I have the the music that'll get the guests hitting the dance floor. I even bring the lights. I even bring uh, some video equipment, some televisions that'll that'll uh, put music videos up there. So you'll have visual as well as audio, which is kind of like what this podcast does. It's got video as well as audio. So if you're listening to the audio version only of this, I encourage you to check out the video version on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys Dan, or just look up keys Dan. I know there's three YouTube pages, YouTube, uh, yeah, YouTube pages out there, but it's the one that has the Radio What logo right next to Keys Dan. Today on the program, Cam Singh. Who's Cam Singh? Well, you're going to find out in the next few minutes, so stick around. This week's shows, well, uh, let's see. Oh, I guess it's uh, Christmas on Friday, so I don't have I don't have any gigs, any public gigs. So uh, I expect a lot of, well, I, I think I'll be playing a lot of video games. I don't think I have a lot of of uh, podcasts this week as well. I've kind of taken off uh, for Christmas week because my day job has got me working, <laughs> working hard. And, uh, you know, so uh, I'll probably be uh, playing some video games, Dan Gaming, hashtag Keys Dan Gaming. Find me on Twitch. Find me on, on uh, Facebook Gaming. But, uh, yeah, find me. <laughs> All right, let's get into it with Cam Singh. Now, uh, let's see, the um, the Friday night show at the RAB will probably start back up after the first of the year. And the Thursday night show over at the Cedar, Cedar Lounge, they've assured me that they'll be starting back up at the first of the year. So the, the RAB in Conway, Arkansas on Friday nights and the Thursday nights at the Cedar Lounge in Moralton, Arkansas. Now, that's the newest gig that I got. So it took me a couple seconds to, or a split second to think about it. All right, let's get into it with Cam Singh. Now, I got him on Skype. So like I said, if you're listening to the audio version, check out the video version on YouTube, Keys Dan, and find the little Radio What logo. All right, let's get into it with Cam Singh. Skyping Cam Singh now. Uh, can you see me now? I do not. And now no? I do. Yes, there he is. The beautiful hey. Cam Singh. <laughs> if you'll turn it sideways and just set it up in front of you, it'll fit in my broadcast software. Bam. There right. it is. Here we go. There it is. How's hey. that? Okay. Is this a cooking show? 
<laughs> it looks like we're visiting Cam Singh in his kitchen. And we, we are in the kitchen, I'm afraid. No, 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 no need to be afraid. I'm a big guy. I like food. I just had some lunch <laughs> myself. Uh, you know, I'm over here in the in the U.S. of A. Where do you find yourself, Cam Singh? Um, I'm in a small town called Newport Pagnell, which is southeast in England. Man, so I'm, yeah, southeast of England, forty miles north of London. Well, I, you know, I I know you're going to say. Hey, you don't have an accent. I have an accent. But the kids over here on this side of the pond are going to enjoy hearing you speak, Cam Singh. Oh, oh I, brilliant. Oh, Thank I'm excited. And, and I've enjoyed hearing you sing. You have the sweetest sound. And most of the songs that you have are just songs that you could just groove to, listen to when you're, when you're working, when you're walking, when you're, oh, my goodness. What? How you describe oh, yourself? What? Who is a Cam Singh? <laughs> um, just your average guy from the UK. There's nothing average about you. <laughs> Somebody that can that can take an idea and make a song. That's extraordinary. That's something that oh, I've never been you. able to do. I've never been able to to grasp that concept. Uh, you know, I I wanted to make a song. I have three, four, five guitars in the house. There's a full keyboard, piano. There's a, a harmonica. And now, from what I understand, my 15-year-old daughter, she wants to pick up the violin. So she's getting a violin from her uh, grandparents. And that's fantastic. But there's music in the house. And it's nothing that I can create. But Cam Singh, you create music, man. Uh, when did well, you figure you. out that you could do that, th that thing? Uh, so I remember being... Um 13 and excuse me my um i begged my mum and dad for a guitar when i was 13 and so on my 13th christmas they bought me a guitar and uh by the age of um 15 i was probably writing my own riffs and music back then because you're probably thinking you look so young but back <laughs> then we didn't have no um, internet or youtube to go on to learn music so i remember going to like um libraries to get books and trying to figure out chords and stuff like that whereas and then trying to hear music by by just hearing it so it's a bit more easier now Cam Singh, i'm looking at you and you look like a millennial to me uh 20 something oh, if you will uh, you know oh, but uh, yeah I, you know i'm listening to your music and i'm i'm you know i'm loving it anybody uh, you know the first thing is anybody that's, that's listening to this podcast that's on the audio portion or even watching the video version of this podcast, just go to Cam Singh and check out his music. Now, what I, I like to do on these podcasts is find out the people behind the music. You've already alluded to it. Your parents, they were, uh, they were instrumental in giving you instruments. <laughs> you know, you asked yeah. for a guitar and they gave it. So big up to the parents that support mm -hmm. their musician kids. Because it's a hard road. Uh, most most of the time, uh, you know, starving artist is a word, uh, two words that go together. Uh, so tell me about your, you know, your career, your your home life when you first started out at uh, playing guitar, reading those books. Yeah. So, um, like I said, at the age of like um, fifteen, I was, uh, I was just writing my own kind of riffs and stuff. And then by the age of sixteen, seventeen, when I was in college, I got to meet, meet other musicians and uh, collaborate with them. And then uh, I was really heavily into bands like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, like the, the the Seattle grunge scene. 
which really inspired me. That, that's your neck of the woods, that of, on the other side of the pond. Well, now um, you're now you're leading me to believe that you're a kid of the '90s. I, I'm class of '86. No, I, I am. Yeah, I'm class of '86. So maybe I'm ten years older than you. Uh, you know, possibly. Yeah. It, you know, but yeah. uh, the Pearl Jam, I had an affinity for them. The grunge music, for sure. '94. I think I was living in Orlando, Florida, which is a uh, kind of where Disney World is at, uh, a tourist town. And I remember '94 mm. was when Kurt Cobain died, uh, and yeah. and uh, that was a time that was really celebrating that type of music, that groove. But that's not your groove, man. I can't put you in a box, Cam Singh. You know, you might have oh, been inspired by that. But, you know, okay, there's one song. I don't know if you remember the the, the TV show Smallville. I don't know if that made it over there. Is that, is that the Superman? Superman, theme. correct. And the theme <laughs> song was, uh, Somebody Save Me. Uh, you know, I know my my voice is not good, but that's the kind of groove that I get from you. Is that kind of music that that feeling? Who sang, who sang that? Somebody say, who's who's that? I, I feels like uh, well, may, might have been Five for Fighting. I know I can look it up real easy. I mean, uh, this internet at our uh, fingertips. Uh, I can just say Smallville theme, but uh, you know, tell me about being in a small town. You you didn't. Uh, you, you didn't meet any musicians till you uh, got out into college, uh, you know, but, uh, oh, Remy Zero. Remy Zero did the... I thought it was Remy Zero. But, I mean, that's Was a, that not... Did they not do... was not craft. It was... I can't remember that American TV show. Um, it was to do with witches. Was it the craft? Was that... It, it was... No, it wasn't... The, what was the one? Oh, it the was, one with the three witches. Not, the one with the three witches. What was it? Oh, good, good goodness. Okay. It wasn't craft. It was something else. Well, now we're going to get into some th- uh, some uh, trivia. <laughs> Anybody out there? <laughs> they're screaming. They're screaming at their uh, at their podcast devices right now. And let, let me uh, look up Remy Zero. I thought they were a one hit wonder, but you might be right. Let's see. They did uh, eh, any okay oh, music see. videos, uh, prophecy, Sylvie Miller, Save Me. Uh, grammar me hmm. hmm that's a good question uh, but it, i'm kind of remembering the, the there was three girls and they three were girls, yeah. it was kind of inspired by the craft uh, you know because there was the, the well i guess it was four girls in the craft eventually oh my goodness i can't remember <laughs> okay we digress yeah so um, what was the question again <laughs> no nah, there's no question it's always about you, man. You can tell the story any way you want, but small town Cam Singh and Cam Singh is your actual name. It's not a, a that's pseudonym. My, that's my actual, that's not a stage name. I've often thought about having a stage name and um, I don't know why I never went with a stage name, but the older I got, I always thought that if I could pick a stage name, what would I have? And then I did come out with some like, maybe I could have, Michael Singh, I thought that was kind of cool. Or recently, I thought um, Cam Stone, like you know, you have Stone Gozard in Pole Jam. I thought Cam Stone, that sounds good. But anyway, I I just stuck with Cam Singh because I thought it's easy to remember, and it's my name, so I'll never forget it when I introduce myself live on stage. Yeah, as I, opposed I, to picking a random one and then I'd probably forget. Cam Singh, I, I I think I messed up. I. I, I took Keys Dan. I'm from the Florida Keys, uh, way down south in the south of Florida. 
And I moved to Arkansas, which is in the south of, of the United States, you know, the, the Confederate states, the, the states that seceded from the Union at one time or another. And here I'm stuck with Keys Dan still. I should have used my real name, Daniel Gilson. You know, that was my dad's name for the, uh, mostly. Oh, okay. uh, you know, but I'm not a junior, you know, but Cam Singh, that's a great name. Uh, for a singer. Thank you. It's not spelled. Do you want me calling you Dan? Is that okay? Yeah, you can call me Dan. Yeah, of course. But, uh, you know. So that, yes. Sorry, Dad. I was going to say, I have been to Miami. <gasps> so I have been to um, your end of the world. Well, I noticed that you had a video of you in Times Square. So, I mean, I, I want to get there uh, to when you okay. came to the United States. But you started <laughs> okay. off. Uh, let me t- let me get back to 15 when you started figuring out that you could play guitar. Uh, I mean, was it all learned from books or did you actually go to a class between those two years? No, there there was no classes. It was all books. And, um, my older brother, um, he, he dabbled a bit with guitar. So he taught me, um, as much as he could teach me on guitar, which, um, not knocking him looking back now, wasn't much, but it was enough to like get me on my journey. So, um, yeah, so books, a lot of friends, you know, here and there. Um, a lot of the time when I play, like a lot of people say to me, like the, the way I play the chords and notes and stuff isn't very orthodox. I think that's because I taught myself. So it's my own kind of style, if, if you know what I mean, Dan. Like my own kind of um, cowboy kind of style I put on it which is quite unique. And I guess that's why people like some of my stuff. Yeah. Cam Singh. I mean, if you're not taught by anybody, you can't be influenced by anybody. That's the thing about our teachers. You know, I love them, you know, big ups to the teachers for sure. But if you don't Mm -hmm. have a teacher, then you have nobody that's going to be influencing you with their own style. You're going to come up with your own style for the most part. You're going to take pick and choose from some of the grunge uh, bands that you were listening to uh, growing up. Yeah, I'm. Uh, what what year did you graduate high school? Um, what's high? Sorry, what's high school? Is uh, that, um, Eleven, twelve. W- what year did you graduate uh, primary school? Uh, before so university. So we have um, we go to college here from the age of sixteen onwards. Wow. And then I went I went to university at um, eighteen. That's, so, that sounds you're a, like you're a smart guy. <laughs> what what were you? What was your primary? Sure. Study in, so, in college when you when you finally went to I, university. What, what were you studying? I studied computer science. Very good. Did you go anywhere with that? Mm, what do you mean? Did I go? <laughs> I mean, do you use that <laughs> in do, your in your daily do I life? Use it? Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do use it. Did you get a um, a, a Joe job uh, where you could uh, work with computers? Because I think these computers are going to take off eventually. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I have got a job where I work with computers, and um, yeah. I'm a bit of a, I'm a part-time, um, music, um, part-time musician, part-time IT person. Well, no, that's what I, t- I tell some people, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I've, I've talked to a lot of musicians and you know, my, I myself have a, a day job because insurance is hard day to come job, by. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to come by, uh, to, yeah, you know, yeah. especially here in the United States. I don't know about the socialized medicine so much and talking to people in the UK, uh, another sense of how the health care, mm. but health benefits are an important uh, part yeah. of, of having a job. Usually it's provided by our jobs here in the United States and having a day job that has the insurance affords you the ability to do the things that you want to do 
at night. And I'm guessing that that's yeah. how it's working out for you. Yeah, I, I, I'm very um, fortunate that I, I really like my day job and um, I, like, I love the people I work with. So it doesn't, in a, in a way, feel like a, a job. Yeah. Um, and I'm very blessed to be where I am. Uh, and especially, Dan, in times like these we're living in. Yeah, um, I've, I've heard of your company's IT, IT guy. It gets parodied quite a bit on different uh, shows. I think there was one, Jimmy Fallon. He's a comedian here in the States, and he's also on the, the, Tonight, Sh- or the, the Tonight Show, I believe, in the United okay. States. <laughs> but uh, comedian, and one of the things that he did before that, he was on, on Saturday Night Live, and he had a, 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 a re- recurring character called your company's IT guy. And he had the pencils in his pocket and, you know, the glasses. And whenever somebody needed help on their computer, he would say, move, and then just do it to himself instead of teaching somebody. Are you the kind of guy that would teach somebody how to use their computer in the office? Or are you somebody that says, move, and get them out of the way and do it yourself? Uh, a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good that you can admit that. You know, that, that, you know some people just cannot grasp these computers. Uh, how do I get to my email? How do I get to my messenger? I'm trying to find that that very important item on my computer, and I've lost mm. that folder. Well, you've deleted it, my fool. Paul, <laughs> 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 well, you're going to say something different then, Dan. No, no, absolutely not. I, I'm not the guy that curses, but you know, some you know, some people on the podcast can curse, and I'm not going to limit anybody uh, for for their language at all. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I guess when I started doing radio back in 1986, I stopped cursing. And, you know, when I was a, a young boy, I would dabble, Yeah. you know, but I, I find no need for it now. And I've had to, I don't know, if, is it limiting myself? Because you see things sometimes, uh, if you limit your, your words, you lose your intelligence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. As I'm speaking to you, Dale, I'm just making myself a drink. I hope that's okay. Oh, I'm completely happy. This is a little ASMR for the people that are listening to the audio version of this. And you're uh, you. currently in your kitchen. And I want to talk about your kitchen, uh, you know, because uh, I, it's good. I see there's ice in a bag. Do you not have a refrigerator? You have ice in a bag. People that usually buy ice in a bag don't have a freezer. Uh, am I to lead um, to believe in this small town? You have no freezer? No, no, no. Well, we, we have a freezer. Um, it's a real long and boring story. But um, over summertime, we bought loads of ice because we were going to host a party for my birthday. Yeah. But um, due to um, the pandemic, the party was cancelled. So I've got a freezer with um, shit loads of ice in the back. <laughs> so, um, so I'm trying to get so I'm trying to get rid of it. Really. So. Um, and and what better way. what better way to get rid of it than to make yourself a drink? Uh, what's the drink well, exactly. of choice? What's the drink of choice these days, Cam Singh? Uh, I don't know. Um, I was going to have uh, one of these. Um, I think it's from your neck of the woods, JB Rare. All right. Uh, um, yeah, it's a blended whiskey. I work so, in a lot of bars. I do a lot of DJing at different clubs, but I've never been a drinker. I had a half a beer once and I passed mm-hmm. out. But I've seen that bottle of JMB behind different bars. Uh, J and B is it? Is it a, a a wine or a, a what kind of a liquor is it, it? it? It's a it's a blended whiskey. Whiskey. 
Very yeah, cool. So, um, and you're measuring some out. You know, some people that I do, me- I, I do measure it because um, it's uh, drinking responsibly is very important to me. But you're at home. You could drink yourself uh, until you're red, <laughs> red in the eyes, until you pass out on your kitchen floor. <laughs> yeah, but I've got my um, boss in the other room. And, um, <laughs> Are you working from home? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm guessing that <laughs> that's your partner of sorts. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, uh, correct. Yeah. Okay, and, and that's why you're stuck in the kitchen. Uh, you know, are are that's you making the sandwiches? That's why he's kicked me out into the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> How sad is so, that? Uh, she, put ki- yeah, she put me in the kitchen while she watches um, telly. So, um, okay. Great. <laughs> well, I, I, I know. The kitchen's great. You know, it's got all the drink I need and all the ice. So, um, you keep telling yourself that, yeah. that you got kicked out of your room. You have no space. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I myself am married and we're about to get a house. In fact, this weekend or this next weekend, Christmas right. weekend, I'm moving uh, from. Uh, Conway, Arkansas to Holland, Arkansas, a very small town from a from a, a medium sized town to a very small town of 500 people, Whoa. you know, and I'm Whoa. like, I'm very leery of it. It's, it's a little further out than I want to be. And I'll still be able to do yeah, these yeah. podcasts. You know, I could do these from anywhere as long as there's Internet access. But uh, yeah. I, I, I asked uh, humbly, uh, wife, love of my life, dear Dear yeah. heart, mm. may I please have a space that I could hang up my banners and my posters, uh, you know, and, and, and my different people Love that I've done podcasts. Can I have some space? And she said, we'll see. So, you know, we buy the house for the lady. And, and if we, if we get, even, if we get a chair, a space that, Hey, we consider yourself fortunate, uh, but you get yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you know, uh, most alpha males would would tell that woman to get in the kitchen. Get that woman in the kitchen. Would you do that yeah. to your wife, to your girl? Uh, uh, no, no, no. You would not. She's um, quite strong. So, um, yeah, I might talk yeah, a big. But- I, I might talk a big game, but no, I wouldn't say that either. E- even though I think the undershirt that I'm wearing today is uh oh, I will pull it. I will pull it out. It says uh. Cool story, babe. Now make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> talking, talking about her anyway, Dan. So yes. I don't know if you heard the song Five. Okay, I wrote, and it's about her. And uh, the story behind it is um, after this. If you can get time to check it out, the song's mm-hmm. called Eleven Twenty Five. But we went out in the early days when we were courting, and I think we I was going to play a gig. So we were driving at the place where I was going to do a gig and we, we'd had an argument on route. Uh, I can't remember what it was about. Don't think it was important. And anyway, we got to the venue and the venue was so loud and she turned around to me and she goes to me, um, I love you. And I said to her, it's 11.25. And she goes, no, 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 I love you. And I said to her again, I go, no, no, no. The time's 11.25. And then I grasped that she wasn't asking me the time. She was telling me, I love you. And then later on, I went away and I wrote a song called 11.25. So it's code for me to say to her each time, I love you. So that's fantastic. That that, that's, that's a little side note that you would find in one of these rom-coms. You know, because uh, <laughs> what was that movie, Ghost? I think that uh, Patrick Swayze, instead of saying, I love you, back to Demi Moore's character... He would say, right. ditto. So that's your oh, ditto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see that. Yeah, 
Yeah. I remember him saying that actually. That's your ditto. Yeah. That's your ditto. You could and say when she says, I love you, you say eleven twenty five. What a great story. That's something yeah, that you're, you're going to tell your grandkids. Is that the first time she told you that she loved you? That was the first time she told me. Uh, wow. And uh, what was it? What was her inspiration in this loud club with all this music playing? And it wasn't I you playing know. on stage, right? It was. No, uh, I was yet to go on stage, but I think that just between you and me, that she probably thought I was probably right in the argument. And then she probably thought, yeah, I love you. So, yeah. Notice I'm whispering when I'm saying that. I notice you're whispering. <laughs> you know, be a man, man up. Say, hi. I was right in that argument. No, you, you, you're never right. You're never right. Yeah. You're always wrong. She is always <laughs> right. Yeah, I get to do a lot of weddings as a DJ, and I always oh. tell the the uh, I always tell the husband. You know, and usually in the middle of the ceremony while they're cutting the cake, I'll say, uh, "She will feed you first. Uh, no, you will feed her first. Because she will always have the last word. Always. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I think so, too. All right, man. But going back to Cam Singh, the early days, man, I, I'm getting little inspirations, little tidbits. That, you know, when you went to college, you met up with some mates that uh, learned, that knew how to play music. Did you get together with any of them and jam yeah, or play yeah, in got, a band? We got together. I formed, I formed a little band and stuff. What was the name of the and, band? Uh, I can't remember something, something silly like Aspen AC90 or something. I don't know something like it was a random name. <laughs> didn't go anywhere. We didn't do no gigs or nothing like that. No gigs. But, um, no, there was no gigs. And then after that band, um, I tried forming a lot of bands um, throughout my life, uh-huh. but they never they never took off. And I think it's really hard to work with um, other members. Because when you're rehearsing and stuff, you all have to commit to like turning up at the same time. And it's just really hard managing people. And I, I never got into a band where it was sort of synchronized. And do you know what I mean? What I'm saying, like, it's, oh. it's easier to manage yourself than four or five other people. Oh, yeah. So if you can pick never, up a, a. It never took off for me for some reason. And I, I do regret it. But currently, I formed my own band, the Cam Singh Band. Uh-huh. And who I have people in it, which is great because these guys are fashions and um, I've just been fortunate enough to like hook up with them. And um, so my drummer, Paul, Paul Brown, um, great drummer and my bass player, Rob Sidebottom. And I've got a guy on percussion called Jim Mon- Monroe. And these guys are great and they're a joy to work with as well. They're not just musicians, but also friends. Well, I'm glad you're giving credit where credit is due, Cam Singh, because we can't get yeah, to any place by ourselves. As much as we want exactly. to trek through and think that we can uh, do things on our own, it's, we always need people uh, to help us along the way. Even if you can record your own music in your own room yeah. with your own equipment, yeah. you still need somebody with a discerning ear to put that uh, those finishing touches on it. And you have, of course, you a need a good group. You need to surround yourself with a good team because, you, you, like you said, um, Dan, you can't do it on your own. Oh yeah! Whenever uh, I do these podcasts by myself, it's terrible. It's nice to have a Cam Sing on the other side that I could bounce ideas off of. And this internet is a wonderful thing, man. You know yourself; these computers, they're definitely taking off. I think eventually, you know, they're going to catch on. Uh, I know that. I know yeah. it's. I know that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> they have caught on yeah. and we can use the internet yeah. for good and, 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 uh, 
promote other people, which is what I started doing radio to begin with, was to promote other people. And I'm, I like promoting Cam Singh at this particular Can moment. Can I ask in time. you a question, Doug? Yes, please. How did you find me? I found you on the on the interwebs on uh, on uh, uh, Twitter. Twitter was our, our first what, what, meeting. What was your first Cam Singh song you heard? Well, I was. Um, it's the first one that's on your website. You have a a list of videos, and that was probably the first thing that I went to. And if I can uh, remember what it is, and it was a, a few months ago. So, so I don't know if it was long distance call or stay with oh, me. Okay. One of those, right. but very. You, you, you mentioned "Stay with Me." That's such a close song to my heart, that because it was one of the first ones that kind of brought me to the surface. Well, tell me about um, it. I, I, give me the story of "Stay um, with Me." How did yeah. how did that inspire? So, get inspired. So how that happened was, uh, I wrote it in my bedroom. Huh. Um, I can't remember how old I was, but um there was this um competition coming to town and it was called open mic 2009 uh it was kind of a not it's kind of a like an x-factory kind of thing do you know what i mean mm-hmm. where you go on audition and if you're good you get to perform in front of 500 people and stuff so i remember going to audition with my cousins and I hadn't really like done a competition before and I've never played to 500 people before, but I thought, um, why not try it out? You know, cause they were in my hometown of Bedford at the time. And I went to this audition and then I got through to the finals and the song that got me through was stay with me. And then I ended up playing that, um, in front of the 500 crowd and, all my, and, and friends and family came who hadn't ever seen me perform live either. So it was really special. So that song "Stay with Me" it kind of yeah brought me to the surface. Yeah, Cam Singh, it's those yeah, it's those times that can make a musician or an entertainer of any kind push forward. Mm. When you get accolades, mm. when you get response from people, because at that that point, I'm guessing you were playing for your mom and dad, maybe at that point. I was basically playing for family and friends, uh-huh. so like my auntie and uncle and cousins and um, college friends and etc. I hadn't really pushed it out. Um, major public, should we say? And um, you, obviously, your friends and family can tell you you sound great. But I always wanted to know, like, with other people like my music who don't know me, it was a big challenge for me not to put it out there. And then um, after I put that song "Stay with Me" out there, and people really enjoyed it, I thought, you know what? Man? Maybe it's the other songs have got something in them as well that people will like. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Cam Singh, you kind of answered my question. My next question was going to be, did any of your family members say, hey, you should take this on the road, take this to to a stage in front of strangers? Uh, was there yeah, any one person in particular? 100%. They, they said that to me all, all the time I used to play. Like, they're like, you need to air it more, you know, go and play live and so you can reach ears that haven't heard your music before. But I was like, what are they just saying? Uh, I don't know. So, uh, But yeah, I'm so glad I've done that competition back then because yeah. it did it did open up other doors for me like you know performing in other venues yeah. like doing festivals and yeah just, it, it was really good yeah you can imagine those 500 people must have told at least one person about cam Singh, well, exactly. and they tell two friends mm. and they tell two friends and so on and suddenly you're a local celebrity in your town of bedford <laughs> uh, the small town of bedford as a, yeah. any, any of the other kids in school uh say cam 
uh, I heard you play guitar. Would you play some guitar at my house uh, for my birthday or, or something like that? I didn't get no kids come up to me, but um, but yeah, it was really cool because I ended up in the local paper a few times and stuff, and it was um, really good um, promo for me. So, yeah, these, these are things that your yeah. mom's going to clip out and put them in a little scrapbook forever and ever. Did you get any of those clippings? Do you still have them? Well, do you know what? They're at my parents' house. I've got a lot, a lot of newspapers there and stuff, but I need to go back one day and um, collect. No, no. So, these are the uh, things that parents want. We always want our children to be better than we are, and we push them forward, and we give them all the tools to put in their toolbox. I, I have two daughters myself, and, and, I, and, and one of my daughters has made me a grandpa, and now she's going to make Aww. me a grandpa twice. You know, so and here I'm 51 years old. Really? A grandpa? You know, but uh, here I am. You know, she had congratulations, Dan. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm so blessed. And I know that's a word that gets thrown around uh, quite a bit. But I do feel uh, very honored that I have, uh, you know, procreated. And then my procreation has has uh, extended the species on even further. But uh, yeah, (laughs) the, 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 the granddaughter that I have is so beautiful. So gorgeous. Aww. My 15 year old that's here in the house with me, she's beautiful as well. And Aww. she's, she's the, the one, the musician, the talent, the, the one who's, who's heading in that direction. Uh, she's the one that wants to play the violin and she wants to follow Aww. in the footsteps of maybe you cam sing because you know, I'm a DJ. I play music of other people. I don't play my own music. You have the ability mm-hmm. to, to come up with an idea that gets in your head like this. Uh, well, well, the inspiration you, you say that was one of your early songs the, you were a kid stay yeah. with me and between 13 and this or uh, making this one up and and did that get recorded at that time or was that recorded later oh no that was probably done it was probably recorded much later stay with me so um probably in my 20s when i done that when i wrote that so yeah but, I the stuff i done when i was 13 15 probably hasn't got much substance behind it it was more experimental stuff but um it's a journey you know yeah but that's the one yeah. that that g- came out of that era of cam singh it was the early era yeah yeah like, and and yeah, it has yeah. it standed the test of time so you, yeah. you know that that's your one hit for, that that made you want to go further when you had 500 yeah. people in front of you and did any of them come up to you and say Cam Singh, that was great. You know, would you like to perform at my club or something? You said it, it yeah, opened did, doors. Actually. Yeah, I did. And, um, so there's like a local um, music venue in Bedford, which was called the Squires, and they asked me to come and perform there and stuff. And I've played there a handful of times now. And um, the Bedford Corn Exchange, I played there a handful of times. And it was really special, you know, being asked. Like these places I used to look up to when I was a kid being asked to come and perform there was quite, yeah, mind-blowing, great. Yeah, and these are places that are still open. I can put them on the walking tour. Whenever people want to go to Bedford, they want to go to those places that uh, Cam Singh played, and they'll look in awe and and say, wow, Cam Singh played on this stage. That's fantastic. Yeah, you can do. Um, I don't know with the current pandemic what the situation (laughs) is at the moment, but... um, well, yeah. from what I've under understand, your times at the moment. Well, from what I understand, the UK is ahead of the curb. Uh, they uh, uh, had their uh, immunizations, and uh, you know, it was it was approved uh, a bit earlier than we did. So you were the first on Earth on the planet to get immunized. Is, is yeah, there's a light at the end of the true. tunnel? That's that is true. We were the first to get um, immunized, and um, yeah, I don't really want to talk too political. 
It's all political. My goodness. I can't believe that, that a sickness, a virus. <laughs> I need to get my friend James here. He's very political. <laughs> no, I, you know, you can you I'll can give you with details on later. Yeah. No, you can give your views on what's happening because I, you know, I got one scientist, and I'm trying to listen to the scientists rather than the politicians. You know, if a scientist tells me to put a a mask on, when you know, I I have a face covering. I'll I'll put it on my face. You know, when I'm out in public, that's fine. Uh, yeah. It's not hurting anybody. And then there's people that say, "Oh, my rights are being." Uh, held back because I have to wear this mask. Well, if you don't want to wear the mask, don't go out. Now, you know, if it, you know, don't go to that place. <laughs> you know, if it's that big of a deal, why is it political? Yeah, we're all protecting each other. Yeah, some like you said, Dan. Some people don't agree with wearing masks and stuff, and um, I agree with you. Like, you should be wearing a mask, and it's like you get into a car, you wear a seatbelt, don't you? Yeah. Um, I under, I under, I respect other people's um opinions anyway so um oh yeah i i, I did a club last yeah. night uh, you know when do we uh, there's a i guess the rule is when you're walking around when you're interacting with people you wear the mask while you're sitting down having a drink you could pull the mask down so you can get at your face but this is the way yeah. that we get to at least get out of our houses and go out to the clubs now yeah. are, are you able to go out and play because i know a lot of musicians uh, since the pandemic started they've been pretty much stuck in their houses and trying to well, find other ways uh, to uh, expand their creativity. How have you been doing it? Well, Dan, it's funny you should say that because what day were we on Saturday? Thursday, two days ago, I played a gig. Yes. In a small town called Leighton Buzzard. Well, it's not that small. <laughs> um, and that gig I played in Leighton Buzzard was um, probably one of the best gigs I've ever done because it made me realise, you know, when you haven't done something for, I think the last gig prior to this was in October. So having like a three months off and then doing this gig, mm-hmm. it was amazing. It was just made me realise how good it is, how fortunate I was to be able to play live, being asked to play live. And um, at present, with um gone into like lockdown again where as of 4 p.m uk time we were told that all venues will be closing again so only essential shops will be open and stuff so i'm anyway looking looking back i'm so glad that i got to play on thursday because it was amazing yeah the analogy is if if you hand a starving man a cracker he's gonna say wow that was the best tasting cracker i ever had i haven't had crackers in and I haven't had anything to eat in two weeks, you know, but you, you hand that, yeah. that person something to eat. And, and, you know, I, I, so it's the first time that you've played since January, since uh, what, February or March? October, <laughs> October, actually. Oh, so you had something. I've only, done, I've only done three gigs this year, to be fair. One <laughs> was in January um, and then one was in um, October. And then the final one I just done was on Thursday. And all three of the gigs have been great. But the one on Thursday I just done was, especially great because I knew that we were going to go into lockdown again. Um, and yeah, it just seemed the audience who were like starved for music, the look on their faces. It was the longest set I've ever done as well. It was a 18 song set I've done. So um, I was quite tired at the end of it, Dan, if I'm honest, but I yeah. loved every second of it. I imagine so. Uh, 18 songs, 18 uh, original 18, songs, or were there some covers 18, thrown in? No, I went straight for the original, 18 original Cam Sing songs. You have 18 original Cam Sing songs out there that you can perform 
live in front of people. And was this, you said this was with the, with the band, not a solo? It wasn't solo, so it was me and um, yeah, my, my band. So How many people Mr. in the band? Mr. It, was, it was Mr. Paul Brown on drums and my percussionist, um, Mr. Jim Munro. My bass player, Rob Sidebottom, couldn't make it. So, um, yeah, he couldn't make it because <laughs> personal reasons, but um, he's still very much part of the band. So who provided the bass line then? Uh, we I managed to do a lot of it on on my guitar because I um, was manipulating the bass notes on the on the lower strings of my guitar. So yeah, I'm, I'll send you some stuff, cause Dan, because uh, my partner was filming it as well. So I'll I'll send you some video footage of our performance on Thursday. Well, all you have to do is put it up on your on your YouTube page. Uh, I have yeah, subscribed. Uh, I have subscribed to the Cam Sing, so it will come oh, come up on my you. feed. You're so kind! Oh my goodness! And You're I'm so I'm noticing there's a lovely lady in the videos. Is that the girl that's in the next room watching the telly? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, look at that! You've tapped on your girl to to be a part of your music videos. That's fantastic. Yeah, we we do tap on our family and friends first. I, try, I, I do try and keep everything in house. So uh, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, if you're going to make googly eyes at somebody in a video, it might might as well be somebody that you actually love. And, you know, yeah. I, I'm sure that my wife wouldn't stand for uh, me making. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I guess if unless I was an actor, uh, I I was an actor. Uh, I wasn't really kissing her. I was. It was uh, an acting kiss. Sure, sure it was. You think she would have stand for that? But, yeah, yeah, I doubt it, mate. <laughs> But Dan, also, um, yeah. one of the great things about playing on uh, Thursday was I was promoting my new single that came out on Friday. Hit me. Yesterday, which is called Heartbeat. So it's available on all music platforms. That's now. the one that I, I noticed. It's, it's on the top Heartbeat. of your uh, on the top of your page on your Twitter feed. Uh, you have Heartbeat yeah. up there. And, and there's a, and a, a... Go ahead. It's a banger. Yeah. It's a banger, Dan. So... Well, Fantastic, give, give man. A treat. Where can you find the, the heartbeat? Well, I mean, let's, I guess, uh, in the middle of this thing, uh, where, where do you have your, your social media? Where do you want people to connect with you? So I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, as you know. So any one of those platforms, just, uh, I'm, I'm always on Twitter. So you can see live feeds on there. Excuse me, what I'm up to. So. Yeah, and yeah. It, it pays to have a website. You have a website that, that I'm getting together since you're an IT guy, and it has all your the Twitter, Facebook. It even has MySpace up there. I have 11,000 friends on MySpace. <laughs> I'm not giving it up. I'm definitely not giving it up. I, and when, I, when I was on the terrestrial radio down in Miami, Florida, uh, MySpace was big in the early 2000s, and uh, I, I ended up uh, accumulating quite a few friends. Uh, but is you're, it still going, MySpace? It is. It is. I think Justin Timberlake has a piece of it, and it's good really? for bands. Uh, but I, I noticed that uh, there at least there's an icon. Now I tapped on it. The icon doesn't take you to your uh, Cam Singh MySpace page. Hmm. Uh, how oh, odd is that? Okay. <laughs> but there is an icon at camsing.com. Now Singh is spelled S-I-N-G-H. H. Correct. And I get. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. In the UK, you say H. With the ha sound, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. How do you say? Oh, H. With this, just an okay. A sound. Yeah, and I've noticed that. I, I'm. I. You know, I like that. I like the way you pronounce it. 
like um, uh, the word you say. T- you say tomato. I say tomato. Well, um, no, I like the uh, the song. Uh, you say tomato. I also say tomato. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we don't have to work anything out because we're just uh, you know on the same page. I like that. Politics. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Everybody on the same page. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Hmm. It'd be amazing, Dan. <laughs> yeah, but what a boring place it would be, right? Uh, there, there has yeah. to be some struggle. They, even when we're, we're born, we have struggles uh, getting out of the womb. Mm. So, uh, yeah, mm. there's a there's a struggle in life. It starts at the beginning and it doesn't end until until the end, I guess. <laughs> the end, yeah. Hey, yeah, there, there's a song in there somewhere. I'm sure you'll you'll be inspired. I'm hoping that I could be a muse of some kind and I'll end up in oh, a Cam Singh that. song. <laughs> oh, thank you. I might, yeah, I might write one tonight. Hey, you're you 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 <laughs> making me feel good over here on this side of the pond. I appreciate it so much. Well, <laughs> how are, how are things that side of the pond? Man, you know, you? It, it, the different states run their own states the way they want. So you have places like New York and California that are locking down completely you know the only p- things you can do is go out for groceries you know and even right. then it's limited uh, but you know in new york uh, so many people living in new york they had to do that it all, almost was a necessity to uh, lock it down a- and it worked it worked but in the mm-hmm. middle states like arkansas like where i'm at it's uh it's almost business as usual now they just right. recently started uh, to where the the restaurants and bars had to close at 11 p.m. because everybody knows that coronavirus only comes out after 11 p.m., right? <laughs> it, it was it's funny to me. But uh, you know, my old hometown of Florida, Miami, Florida, it's uh it's business as usual. And you know, supposedly they're having all kinds of problems. But from what I see, you know, on the outside, if you look at the CDC numbers, the the numbers from the scientists, uh, it's starting to mellow out on its own anyway, because we're taking care mm-hmm. of ourselves. We're, we're wearing those masks. We're going out and, and taking care of each other. You know, it, it's just the right thing to do. You know, it, 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 if you're going to go interact with somebody and you have this thing that has no, just try to take precaution. I, you know, wh- mm-hmm. what do you think? Yeah. I just think, um, stay safe and, um, abide by the rules and, um, and it, it should all be okay. Yeah. I mean, we're we're kind of going back and forth. We're we're kind of bouncing around the timeline of the Cam Singh, you know. And people that are listening to this, they they're going to get the idea of where you came from and where you're heading. But you know, yep. you you started 13 to 15. You got went to college. You had some some bands that didn't go anywhere. Groups of people yep. that have helped you along the way. But when did you finally actually settle down and and start playing for people? After 2009, were you playing? On your own, or were you getting together with other groups of people and playing those yeah, games? Yeah, so two, 2009, I was probably um, primarily playing on my own. So, um, yeah, from 2009, I was playing on my own quite a lot of acoustic shows acoustic. around the, the country. And then, um, yeah, then I formed a band. I, I've had a lot of um, band members supporting me. So um, Very good. Yeah, and yeah. here we are now. You know, no, well, 2020, well, when did you start traveling? And taking it on the road, because I noticed that you were in New York and you said that you were in, in Miami at some point. When did you start going uh, back and forth uh, and doing shows? When did I start doing that? I started doing that uh, probably, oh, now you got me, Dan. <laughs> uh, 
where did I start at that? For the first time I played, I first time I played in America was in Times Square. In I played in 2010 in Times Square, mm-hmm. where I was busking. Okay. And then I remember the police coming and telling me to move on because uh, I didn't have a busking license, which was fine. And then the other time I played in America was, I played in, oh yeah, I will never forget this. It was um, 2012, and me and my partner, we were traveling to San Francisco. I'm sure it was 2012. And I had a gig arranged in, I can't remember the name, life of me, of the bar. But it's in San Francisco, and I landed in San Francisco on the day I had to play. And we went to the hotel, checked in stuff, and then went to the bar. And I was so jet-lagged. We were both so jet-lagged. And then I remember like, going on stage playing like I don't know, I think it was like a twenty minute set in this bar in San Fran and I remember coming off and it felt like a dream like did I actually play it or not? We were so jet lagged and it was such a bizarre feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember doing that, that was really yeah, that was a really, real weird feeling man. Um and then the other time I played in America was um, Miami I didn't play a gig. Okay. I just went to visit Miami, so yeah. So that one in New York, the one that I'm looking at on the music video, you're playing a red Fender guitar, an electric guitar. Uh, what kind of setup did you have? Did you have to actually plug in or was it battery no, operated? It was battery operated uh, guitar. So yeah, that was 2010 that. That's done pretty that. cool. That is really cool. Do you still have that red guitar? Oh yeah, I still got it. It's at my parents' house. What's your primary, the, uh, your primary axe uh, instrument? Um, I like, um, well, it's really funny that I was, you should ask me because I was thinking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. I was brought up playing the Fender Strat, yeah. but it's not my go-to, and I never use a Fender Strat now because I prefer the like Les Paul, the Les Gibson kind of guitars. Mm-hmm. They're like my go-to. So I've got an Ibanez Les Gibson guitar at the moment I use, and I also have a Yamaha Apex electroacoustic guitar I use. But mainly it's that Ibanez guitar I love. I have got twelve guitars to choose from, to be fair, <laughs> which is quite, which is quite greedy. And I only use two out of twelve, which is a bit naughty. Well, I've seen some of the big ga- bands whenever I've I've watched uh, over the years. I, I think I saw uh, Bruce Springsteen back in '84 at the Orange Bowl yeah. in Miami, and I remember he had a bunch of guitars. Uh, I, I don't know that he was playing them. I think it was his guitarist was playing them, but uh, I. You said that you're not a, a, a Fender Strat man, and certainly that no. red guitar that you were playing in New York is not a Strat. I, I don't know what kind of a Fender that is. Is it an acoustic electric? Is that what that is? Yeah, it, it's an electric acoustic Fender kind of Fender Strat thing going on. I kind of bought. I actually bought that from New York, um, and the reason why I bought it was I thought it looked quite cool. So yeah. it's mainly for the way it looked, but playing it wise. Um, yeah, it's not my go-to. I don't like the sound that much <laughs> on it. Well, it's, it's, it's neat to watch you on timeline, you know, from then to now, because I look back then, you had this baby face, clean shaven, and, you know, and over the years, you know, the, and, and I know COVID has gotten us all out of whack. My wife's been <laughs> telling me I need a haircut for probably a year now. It just keeps getting longer and longer. I, I know when uh, in March it was clean shaven, like the old number one buzzed very tight yeah. and now it's just getting all over the place. But, uh, you know, I, I know that things are tough all over, but you know, rock stars, they grow their hair long and I see your hair is a, a bit longer than it was back then is, you know, yeah. styles change. 
Uh, people are going to be following Cam Singh's style like Madonna <laughs> over the years. I don't know about that. <laughs> I want to be like Cam Singh. I want to look just like him. Let me put my ball cap on with my big hair uh, coming out the back of it and my, my uh, George Michael type shaven, you know, uh, scruff. Uh, and may rest in peace, of course, George Michael. You know, yeah. he, he had that permanent scruff. Uh, that, I think he shaved it that way uh, where it was like in a number one. The shave, <laughs> oh, mm, permanent. He, he did. He looked great, fantastic. But yeah, I mean, t- I mean, it, but uh, you started at at an early age playing music, and 2009 was definitely a turning point when you had that that uh, you know playing that gig where you were playing in front of 500 people, and then it t- yes. it changed from there, and you started playing with hired guns here and there that would uh, support you from time to time. I, I, I you know what. What do you like better? Is it and maybe better and easier can be interchangeable. Do you like uh, the ability to take your acoustic guitar and just play wherever you want, or is it better to have people uh, backing you up uh, to where you can have a much more full sound and you could bounce ideas off of people? It's, it, it varies um, between the two because sometimes um, it's quite nice just having a a simple acoustic sound but it's really joyful as well playing with other musicians because you get to share the experience do you know what i mean oh yeah it becomes a a family it comes it becomes a story that you tell together and you know if people uh, hey uh, if people are telling a story together and then they share that experience maybe you'll remember a a piece of that story that i didn't remember and and maybe they'll Mm. add a a piece of music that oh that does sound good uh, in that way i think we'll play it that way from now on and maybe the next time you'll play uh, they'll add another drum beat or add another bass line or yeah. play it a little faster or a little slower uh, you know and you have different people that are giving you different ideas uh, editing so, yeah. so to speak yeah so going back to thursday when we done our gig it was yes. nice doing the gig afterwards and then afterwards relaxing with each other you know being like hey wasn't it cool when we done this song and just bouncing ideas of each other really nice as opposed to when you play on your own you just don't know you've got no one to bounce those um comments or feedback with anyone else so it's nice enjoying it both are nice but i like playing with people it's fun yeah when people come to a cam sing show uh and say uh last thursday and and you were playing those 18 songs did you play all 18 of those songs in a row or did you split it up into two sets well, we had two sets, but yeah. it was, I think we had like a 10 minute, we done nine songs and then we had like a 10 minute toilet break and then done another nine. I could have gone on, gone on all night, but yeah, it was good. Leave, leave them wanting more, Dan. Oh yeah. Key. But how, how were you able to, to practice uh, previous to that with all this COVID nonsense going on? Or were you able to practice, uh, you know, have some kind of a practice room where you can keep apart or, you know, I, I, I don't want to delve into uh, maybe you weren't so far apart, but still, did were you no, able to no, practice no. over we, those we, we, this last few months? We we haven't really practiced um, at all together. So it was when we turned up and we were socially distanced. It was basically just going from muscle memory what we had done previously, which worked a treat. I think you've come a long way since thirteen years old. Uh, you you you've definitely learned how to play this guitar and. and that you're the type of person that could get up on a stage and somebody will say, Hey, um, uh, can you play this song and try to keep up with the changes? Do you, do you have that ability to where you could jam with other people? Yeah, for sure. 
without blowing my own trumpet, I think I could. <laughs> well, that's fantastic, man. I know Sunday night we have a place called TC's here in Conway, Arkansas, and they have a Sunday night jam. And that's where uh, a lot of different band members from different bands uh, around town get together. And maybe you'll have the guitarist from one band and the drummer from another and a bass from another and a, and a vocalist from a completely different band. And they'll all get together and sing songs, either covers or each other's songs. Mm -hmm. And it's just that's so amazing to me that that bands that haven't really even practiced together have that ability to play each mm -hmm. other's songs and and maybe even, you know, covers that that everybody knows, you know, that, that we've been practicing since we were kids. Now, when did you mm -hmm. start playing? You were playing covers, I'm guessing, when you were young, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. And when, well, did, when did you start yeah, playing I'm your own stuff sorry. out there for for the world? Um, when I start playing my own stuff. Well, what, what covers were you playing when you first started? And then when did oh, you start okay. playing your own? Uh, um, covers when I was first. Uh, what covers was I first playing? I was playing like um, I was playing a lot of Nirvana covers because Nirvana songs were quite simple to learn. Um, and I was doing like Radiohead. I don't know. If, I'm sure you've heard of a band called Radiohead. Doing a lot of Radiohead covers. You know what's funny is uh, I, I only know the one song "Creep," but there are so many Radiohead fans that know their whole catalog and just celebrate yeah. them like fish. Like uh, you know, they follow these bands like Deadheads. You know that. That kind. Uh, are there any Cam Singh heads? Are there any fans that you see every time you go to a gig and, and it's the same person? You go, huh, you were there and now you're way over here on this side of the country or this side of town. It's the same person. Yeah, Do you have groupies? Yeah, my, yeah, my partner. <laughs> All right. You have to say that one. <laughs> she, she follows you wherever she goes. Follows me. Follows me home, bro. <laughs> ah, that's wonderful. Well, hey, I. We're not in the same boat there. I I have a wife that will never go to any of my gigs because it's too loud. She's more of a homebody. You know, she stays home with the with my child and and enjoys herself here uh, and then waits for me to come home. Now, have you ever come home from a gig so elated, uh, you know, that 500 or 1000 people were saying, "Wow, Cam Singh, you were so great." And then you come home, take out the garbage. She brings you right back down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that. It's uh, good to have somebody to yeah. ground you. <laughs> what? Yeah, you do. You do need that <laughs> in your life, don't you? you well, do it. It, it sounds like you have a good home life, and you you've got a good professional life going. Cam Singh, where do you? If somebody asked you five years ago, where are you going to be in five years? I think pretty much everybody on the earth uh, was wrong, completely wrong. We were yeah. going to be spending a whole year in a pandemic. You know, but, uh, you know, uh, if you if you could look into the future and everything's going to be perfectly normal in five years, where where do you want Cam Singh music to go? I'm going to go to that jam bar you were talking about, you know, where you live. <laughs> I'll see you at TC's. You'll be playing <laughs> TC's. 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 Now, from what yeah. I understand, and this is before I moved here to, to uh, Central Arkansas, TC's used to be the, the Grand Old Opry west and it used to be uh, a venue for so many of you know like uh, dolly parton kenny rogers all these big names mm -hmm. you know the, the big country music stars would go there and it was the grand old opry uh west and this is you know way before my time here in, in arkansas but uh, you know i got here in 2009 the same year that that you were in that fateful contest that turned your career uh, towards the the towards the up and up uh, heading in the right direction. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, that's it, it's become a really nice local bar. Hmm. Well, I was going to say, Dan, there, there are two things I really want to do musically. Please. Um, first of all, first of all, is um, oh, there's a show in the UK called Live with Jules Holland. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, I have not. Put it out to if, the universe. If you go go onto YouTube and type in Live with Jules Holland, it's a show that musicians go on, famous musicians, and they're all in one room, and then they all play a song at a time. Not together, but on their own, and then it moves on to the next artist. And I think they get to do two songs each. And my dream is always to always to go to that show, number one. Um, where is it's that? Where, bands where? On, it's, it's, sorry. No, where it's is that taped? There, like, where's it taped? I think it's in um, London. Um, London, yeah. Okay. Have you ever played UK. in London? Yeah, I've played in London, but not on... Um, not on that show. Okay. So that's so, step one on the bucket list. You want to be on that show? On, on, on that show. And there's been bands on there such as, I don't know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Radiohead, Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam. They've all been on that show. I, I'd love to be on that show. So that's number one. And then my second thing on the bucket list is I want to play on Glast- in Glastonbury. In where? At the, Glast- Glast- the Glastonbury Festival. Oh, that's a big festival over there then. Okay. Yeah. Have you not heard of the Glastonbury Festival? No, I have not. I, I'm, I guess I must be living a sheltered life. I'm, I'm under a rock. You're, you're teaching me things, Cam Singh. Putting it on the walking tour. Whenever I go to the UK, so, I want to go to these places. So the Glastonbury Festival is probably the biggest European outdoor festival we have. And where is that? The town called, which is in a town called Glastonbury, funny, funny enough. Okay. Uh, it's got to be a, a likened to our Woodstock, to where it's in a place yes. that, that you would, it was yes. totally unassuming. You would never expect the greatest, yes. uh, you know, show ever uh, in the history of this country was in the little farm uh, near Woodstock mm-hmm. uh, in New York, I guess, right? It, it's exactly the same kind of um format as yeah as you said Woodstock fantastic so, uh, they're, they're my best things I want to do well you've put them out to the, to the universe and you know as superstitious or not the some people really do believe that if you speak it out into the universe if you write it down and you you know dream upon it meditate upon it it will happen but uh, you know then you you're always making moves you're gonna uh, do things that are going to lead you on that path to those places that you want to be, Cam Singh. Mm, yeah, true. Excellent. Yeah, I guess right, Dan. And yeah. you got a gal that's helping you along the way that's really in support of you, as long as you got that day job. Ah, as long as you got that regular <laughs> gig, that, you know, doing the IT thing and, and the computers. Now, did you design your own website? Because that's a good website. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, Dan, but I didn't. A friend of mine done it. Well, good. Me. It's good to have people. Uh, Yes, yeah, it is good. Yes, it really is. Uh, you know, that's a good website, camsing.com. Uh, you I think f- it needs updating, though, to be fair. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, but it's yeah. simple. And, it, 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 you know, maybe the MySpace uh, <laughs> link, <laughs> it could be updated. But it does have your, it has your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube, and your SoundCloud mm-hmm. link right there on the, on the top, the top of the fold, mm-hmm. as the old newspaper people would say. But, uh, you know, as we wind this thing down, any other shout outs you want to give to the people, you, uh, any, any people that, along the way that you want to give 
a word to? Uh, yeah, so uh, I've, I've already mentioned my band and um, also my uh, big shout out to all my family and friends who supported me on the way to this journey I'm on. And um, without them, it's not, uh, it wouldn't be possible, you know. So um, with their support, what I'm doing, even in these current times where things are tough, their support means a lot. And and to everyone out there who actually comes to the shows and streams the music, wherever they are in the world, it's great, you know, because sometimes I see people streaming my music from areas of the world that I didn't even know that existed um, when you drill deeper. And, um, yeah, it's amazing, you know, that we're in a time now where, because of the internet, music can be reached any part of the world. And you can find all these artists now who are independent and who aren't even on a major label. So it's so accessible now. So, yeah, I'm very grateful that, you know, we're in a time where music can be accessed anywhere. So, yeah, big shout out to the fans, to the Cam Sing music fans, Dan. Big shout out to them. Much respect. Well, you set yourself apart from all the other Cam Sings out there. And there are some Cam Sings. Uh, you know, while I was looking, uh, you know, looking through and Googling your name, Cam Singh, I did come up with some Bollywood music, uh, you know, and, and I don't, but I like the beat. It's kind of cool. Just, the, you know, just but, remember one thing, Dan. Yeah. I'm the only Cam Singh.com and I'm the only Cam Singh with a blue tick on his name on Facebook and Instagram, etc. So there's only one real Cam Singh. <laughs> he's not bragging. <laughs> if it's true, he's not uh, tooting his own horn. Uh, yes, he is a little bit. You got it. You are the only Cam Singh that counts at this moment in time, for sure. Thank you, Dad. All right, Cam Thanks, Singh of Cam Singh Music. I usually finish these things off uh, with last words for the people. It could be, uh, you know, words that you live by, something that you heard a long time ago. Somebody told you, uh, you may be a mantra that Cam Singh uh, goes by, or just whatever words pop into your head at this moment in time. Uh, Cam Singh. Uh, and I don't want this to be the last time that we talk. As time progresses, I want to hear from you again. And I will be following you. So, Cam Singh, last words for the people. Dan, just want to say, firstly, thank you so much to you for conducting this interview. It means a lot. And taking the time to ask me these questions. And secondly, to everyone who supports me and follows me and to the new fans, um, I hope you enjoy my music and I hope that I can continue making good sounding music for you all. Well, there you have it, party people. Cam Singh. Look him up online. What a nice guy. Cam Singh. K-A-M-S-I-N-G-H dot com. Or I should say H because <laughs> that's how they say it in the UK. <laughs> I like the way they say it. I like the way you say it over there. Yeah, not H, H with a ha. <laughs> All right, party people, Cam Singh, find him everywhere and listen to that grooving sound, man. You can find him on, well, I guess he's got the SoundCloud and he's got the, um, the different links on camsing.com. So find him, find him and follow him. He likes to be stalked. I'm sure of it. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Cam Singh, for being on the program. What makes you famous? If you, now I'm turning my attention to you, 
If you would like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's KeysDan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. In 1937, Disney won a special Oscar for the first full-length animation, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag, What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter, at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube, at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keysdan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo.